Welcome to the Editor's Note Comics Podcast. I think that this world, it needs men that are willing to make the hard call. Central Maine's best comics podcast, by default. Ain't no thing like me, Seth Lee. Here are your hosts, Zach and Jared. Matt's coming. No. When do we start? Hey, everyone. Welcome back. Yeah, we only took a little bit of time off. A, a mini end of May hiatus. Yeah, we had to get waxed and vaxxed. Well, yes. I'm waxed. Of... Are you waxed? No. <laughs> Sorry. I, you I... got to be if you want to be up for that hot vax summer. I'm, I missed that memo. I'll get right on that. <laughs> you should. In fact, we'll do a waxing right here on the show, an audio waxing. I'd like to get a reverse Brazilian or a partial Brazilian, one of those two. What does it mean? What's a reverse Brazilian? I don't know. What, do they put the hair back on you? <laughs> I think it's just the butt. The, the one, <laughs> a buttzillion, perhaps. <laughs> That's the partial. I don't know how how is it out there? How's the dating life um, out there in vaccinated land? Uh, uh, what dating life? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> answers abound. Yeah, um, there are no answers. There are no dates. This isn't the Matrix. Bad dates. <laughs> there is no spoon. <laughs> yeah, literally and figuratively, no spooning. <laughs> so bad dates has in. Uh, they're bad dates, or there's no dates. No dates. Or they poison you. Uh, the dates poison you. No, no, no dates. Well, that's okay. Uh, that's a very prying question after 10 days off from the show. Actually, more than 10 days. been like 14 days. Uh, what are we going on this week? Nothing. Loneliness. We got the news. We always got the news. Yes. We got a new segment. Brand oh. new segment. Yeah? Because this week in movie history is dead. It's done. Oh, Okay. New segment replacing it. I like this. Sports reports. Loki. Yes. And your questions. I got questions. Okay. I'll. All right. Let's just dive right into the nudes. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? It's time for the news. Let's just stick with Loki. It's all Loki all the time, baby. Okay. First. Well, it's really Thor related. It's all Thor adjacent. Yeah. Tom Hilston confirms that he is not in Thor Love and Thunder. Hmm. I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. So, I would be surprised if there wasn't something small. So by confirms, you mean says that he's not in it. Yeah. It feels weird to not have him in it at all, as he's been kind of definitely like the second fiddle the whole time. There's, I mean, very easily could have filmed something with him for it during the filming of Loki, and nobody would have thought any more. Yeah, we'll see. I, I don't... I don't fully believe him, but... Well, he is the god of mischief. Yeah, who knows? But the more important news is that Thor Leventhunder has finished filming. Yes. And Chris Hemsworth showed us that bod. Yeah, I think Fat Thor is gone. <laughs> yeah. There is um, no more Fat Thor. He took all that fat and injected it into his arms as muscle. Massive. Man, it's massive. Jeez, he is a tank. How many steroids did he take? None. All of them. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, <laughs> Little little HGH. It wouldn't surprise me, because that is inhumanly large. I mean, it's big. Yeah. It's a big boy. It's the biggest he's ever been. So the, there's got to be the thunder for the love and thunder. I mean, maybe he just used his app. He has a workout app. Oh. Maybe he was just diligent on the app. I had a workout app once. Which app? I can't remember. <laughs> Peloton, but I couldn't afford the bike. Uh, no, I actually have Zwift for my bike. 
Peloton's bullshit. It's like, buy a bike for $2,000 and then pay us a monthly subscription fee. Like, no. Nope. <laughs> I'm not doing any of that. Nope. I mean, they're a multi, you know, have made many millions of dollars, So, but they're not getting it from me. No. No, they are not. Rob Zombie. Really? His next movie's been announced. I haven't said anything yet. Well, no, just really, like, Rob Zombie is being mentioned. What was it, like, Night of the Living? Like, what, he made, like, a zombie horror movie, right? Like, I mean, he did, like, are you talking about, like, House of a Thousand Corpses? Yes, that one right there. He's done a bunch of movies at this point. He has a particular aesthetic, generally a little gorier than I personally prefer. Yeah. As I get older. I'll become more tempered in your, your aged wisdom. Well, I saw my mom yesterday. She's like, huh. Got some white in your beard. I'm like, thanks. Wow. <laughs> Appreciate it. And some white hairs, too. <laughs> You're not wrong. Oh, it's everywhere now. Oh. Whatever. Can't fight it. No. You can You can get some just for men. No, I'm not going to do that. No, don't do not do that to yourself. I, I don't care about it. Embrace it. <laughs> I don't care. If I start balding, though, the whole head's gone. I've seen you bald before. It is unsightly. Oh, I have a normal shaped head. You have a very large head. <laughs> I can't help that. <laughs> I have a normal shaped head. Yeah, but you're probably like in the 97th, 98th percentile for head size. Like, you got a large dome. That's what your mom said. Took you a while to get there. <laughs> no, no, I was there. <laughs> I was like, is this worth it? And I decided it was. Well, you leave Mrs. Richmond out of this. <laughs> anyway, Rob Zombie, what's he doing? He's finally making the movie he's been trying to make for 20 years. Living Dead Girl? The Munsters. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, Rob Zombie, who has done exclusively hyper-violent horror movies. But, I mean, he's a big... Is Herman going to come into Dracula? <laughs> yes, that's exactly it. Did I am the rat? What? You know, you're the most tone-deaf person I know, but when you can't even, like, get in tone with Rob Zombie... Oh, I'm, you know, <laughs> that's a special tone. Speaking of tone-deaf, I mean, you've... Listen, I'm singing tone-deaf. In general, you're content tone-deaf sometimes. That doesn't mean anything. Uh, I'm going to pretend it does. <laughs> this is what happens when we don't see each other for two weeks. We just store up vitriol and then spit venom. I will tear you down. <laughs> you don't need to wait two weeks to do that. You, you find you doing it more often than not at your own whims. But yeah, so the Munsters. Were you ever a Munsters fan? Not really. I was more of an Adams Family guy. So was I. Morticia Adams. Mm. Mm, she's a hottie. You're just nodding in agreement silently. I, I mean, like, yeah. You tell me I'm wrong. Yeah, I was. Which, which is, I mean, clearly we didn't grow up with them. But yeah, what it came no, down to, what yeah. am I going to watch on TV Land? Ba-da-da-da. Only two seasons that show, but it made a lasting impression. Yeah, it was syndication. But yeah, the monsters are coming back with Rob Zombie at the helm. Hey, Michael Keaton, we got our f- first hint of his return in the Flash movie. Oh, really? Did you not see this? No. Look it up. It's an image, so it's not. The Flash movie. Yeah, they like, we're not going to show you any Flash stuff, because we know you don't care about that. You know, We know you're just here for Batman. Just a tease. Oh, a little blood drop on it. But we're getting the yellow oval back again. Yes, but not the weird one from the first movie where it didn't look right. Yeah, no, this is the Batman Returns bat. Yeah, with a little bit of blood on there, a little bit of Watchmen reference. Interesting. I don't know, it got me a little bit hyped. I'm excited to see Keaton back. Do you want to know why that yellow exists? Please tell me why. DC Comics tried to copyright the Batman logo, and they were told you can't just copyright 
an image of a bat. Oh, probably true. So they just put yellow around it. Oh. And they're like, copyright. <laughs> it's not, it's a specific bat image that we have now copywritten. Yeah, so that's the only reason the yellow exists because they couldn't just copyright like a but why yellow? I guess bat. yellow makes, looks good with black. I can't tell you why they picked yellow. I can just tell you that's why it exists because they needed to find a way to copyright the bat symbol. And they did. I don't know. I just want to see Keaton back. I don't care about Ezra Miller. Like, The Flash is the least interesting part of the Flash movie to me. And you're a big Flash guy. Not really. I feel like you like The Flash. I like The Flash fine, but I'm not like <laughs> like ride or die with The Flash. Like, yeah, it's fine. Are you more, would you say more, if you had a choice between only ever getting to read Fantastic Four or The Flash? Fantastic Four. So you would say you're like a diehard Fantastic Four guy. I've read most of it. I can definitely not say that for The Flash. But what Barry is your favorite Flash? No, Wally. Oh, Wally is okay. I had a one and two shot. (laughs) Oh, you had more than that. You could have gone with Bart. Oh, I only knew two. You could have gone with Jay. Oh, wow. The answer is Wally. Oh, Wally. Okay. Maybe there's been other ones since then. I don't know. Indiana Jones has officially started filming. I saw that. Did you see the behind the scenes stuff? I did not. It looks like we're going to be getting some flashbacks. Oh, cool. Because we see a stunt man like fighting in the rain. Wearing a Harrison Ford mask, and then he lost it during like the stunts. You just see like a crew member picking up like this <laughs> empty, yeah. soulless Harrison Ford face, and it's very disturbing. So it looks like we're going to be getting some flashbacks to him fighting Nazis in the 30s. Hey, I'm all for that. <laughs> yeah, but now you just know it's a guy wearing a terrifying Harrison Ford mask. Yeah, they'll probably do some sort of CGI. Yeah, or I mean there'll be some it, digital but... trickery. It's just a starting point, but yeah. still. So yeah, uh, Indiana Jones 5 starts filming and Harrison Ford is nowhere to be seen. <laughs> no. I mean, sometimes that, yeah, whatever. Just schedules and everything, but still, it feels like not that auspicious. Like, all right, here we are, kicking off the day. Guy with a Harrison Ford mask, you're up. Yeah. Har- um, Harrison, I don't know, show up in a week or two. Yeah, yeah. We'll, when we only need to film you from, like, you know, waist up and no action scene. One of the, my favorite things, if you watch the Force Awakens special features... You can see that uh, Harrison Ford, whenever he's running around, is just in, like, it is a above... Like, yeah, sneakers. New Balance. Yeah. Because why not? The shoes of the old men. And baseball players. And Kawhi Leonard, who endorses it. Oh, well, there you go. I didn't know the details of Kawhi Leonard's shoe deals. Gotta keep up with that stuff. Sorry. Sony says there is a plan to connect the Spider-Man movies with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Of course they were gonna say that. You don't say. I bet they will do everything to connect and include themselves, and Marvel will just never reference them. It's like, yeah, you know, you, um, you over there, you say you're connected, but I think it's going to be a pick your poison kind of deal. If you want to say they're included, there you go. Canon by choice. Yeah. That's all canon, though. Yeah. Canon is what you make in your head. But which Spider Man, the Sam Raimi or the Andrew Garfield? Well, like their other movies, like Venom and Morbius and Craven the Hunter. Which we didn't mention, um, Aaron Taylor Johnson is cast as Craven the Hunter. Eh, who cares? Oh, not, well, he does. He's getting paid. Quicksilver is Craven. Yeah, yeah well, I don't really care. Because <laughs> I, don't, I don't care about a Craven the Hunter movie. Nope. What's he, <laughs> he's just going to run around the jungle with his nipple lasers and I mean, stalking the most dangerous game. As one has want to do, I suppose. Yeah, why not? All right, that's it. That's the news. All right. I think. Lean week. It was two weeks, and I... Got to do a little picking and choosing because there was more stuff. Oh, okay. And I said this one, this one. This oh. one. you're you're what we call in media studies a gatekeeper. It's not what gatekeeping is. It certainly is. I'm not restricting anyone. You didn't give everybody all the news. 
It's because there was too much because you took last week off. Sorry, I had things to do. <laughs> I had vacation. Well, not vacation. I had senior week and graduation. And Oh, congratulations, senior. <sighs> All right. I accept it. All right. We're going to move on from there. The segment goes next usually. Is it movie history? Because that segment's done. Uh, Yeah. I believe we go there for like pop culture. Yeah. Yeah. The... That segment's dead. Okay. What's... We've done a year of movie history. We're moving on to this week in video game history. Ooh, okay. Superhero landing coming up. This week in video game history. All right, we will be doing this year for the next year. This is what we got going on. All right, so I'm marking on my calendar that... Uh, I know it's the beginning of June. On 6-9. I don't think this is going to work as a guessing game for you. I'm going to try, though. It's not going to work. You shut your mouth. All right, fine. Let's try the first one. If you get it, it's a guessing game thing. Okay. 1978, Taito, company that's still around, mm-hmm. in Japan released this famous arcade game that also made its way to Atari consoles and it's been re- made a million times. And I don't know, you you, sh- you shoot aliens. Space invaders. Son of a bitch. Did you look at my... No. Oh, this isn't going to work as a guessing game. <laughs> Clearly it is. I'm one for one. All right. 1989. Nintendo introduces uh, one of its best released games at the time, but it comes with a new console of sorts. Monochrome colors. Oh, uh, so it would be Game Boy, and it would be um, uh, Link's Awakening? No, it's Tetris. Oh, Tetris, but it's on the Game Boy. Yes. So it's half right. <laughs> yeah, you're half right. Oh, my God. But Tetris had already been released on the NES. I couldn't tell you. It had been. In 1990, Nintendo sues Lewis Galoob Toys to try and prevent what third-party th- uh, system coming in that would help with cheating. Oh, would that be Game Genie? It is the Game Genie. I guess this is continuous. This can't be a... There's no trivia here. 1993, Nintendo unveils the Top Loader NES for $49.95. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know how to make that one a game. That's a pretty decent price point, though. It is, right? I like the Top Loader better. Yeah. Things stick less. Mm. Jumping forward in time. This is mostly Nintendo ones, I noticed, but whatever. On the GameCube, this game was released off of a very popular series, where but you could only play this game when you connected to four Game Boy Advanced controllers. So it was on the GameCube. It's on the GameCube. But you could only play it if you had four Game Boy Advance. So like four friends would have to play this at the same time. It's not Mario Kart. No. I mm, Pokemon. It's Four Swords. Legend of Zelda Four Swords Adventures. Oh, okay. So I've never technically played this game because I never knew three other people simultaneously at the same time. You don't have three other friends. I had a GameCube and wanted to play Four Swords Adventures. Yeah, I think probably it's turn off. Like, hey, would you like to play swords with me? Yeah. I also can't make this one a guessing game. We'll have some future ones. Okay. In 2004, the Game Boy Advanced SP released their NES style Game Boy Advance, which is the one that I own. Oh, okay. Still. Yeah. Or they re so not only is it like a new just skin on a Game Boy Advance, but they re-release just like, hey, do you remember the the NES? Here's like ha- a shit ton of like Nintendo titles. Please buy them again. Yes. You want to buy Mario again? Great. You want to buy Zelda again? Great. You want to buy Ice Climbers again? Great. You want to buy Donkey Kong? Not that one. Star Fox? Well, no, it was Game Boy Advance. It wasn't ready uh, for Star Fox. Can uh, play a Super Nintendo game? You fool. Wow. 
You might know this one. I actually wrote this one down for you because it's okay. basically coming down to big titles or weird, obscure titles is what I decided. All right. But sometimes I'll introduce a middle-of-the-road title. Okay. Just for you. Thank you. 2006, Midway released, I don't know, it's a baseball game. Probably one you played. Uh, that'll be the show? I'm sorry, it was Slugfest. Oh, so, oh, you know, that makes more sense. Like, So Midway, it's more of an arcade-style like NBA Jam because they're the ones who did NBA Jam, NFL Blitz. Midway did a lot of things. Yes. But yeah, MLB Slugfest. You ever play that one? Nope. I just assumed you did. You you were all about the no, but my guess is probably games. like a like a home run derby style game. In 2011, Nintendo announced probably their second least successful system of all time after the um, uh, their s- second least successful system of all time. Yeah, I'd say number one would be the Virtual Boy. Yeah, Virtual just the red lines. Wow, uh, I cannot because no one bought it. The Wii U. Oh yes, <laughs> no one cared. There's a reason all the Wii U games are getting re-released on Switch. Like, oh, people are buying this thing. Okay. Let's just re once again, let's repackage what we've had before. And finally, also in 2011, Sony announced a sequel to the PSP. I don't know. The PS Vita. Ah. Which uh next month will no longer be receiving support. Well, there you go. Farewell PS Vita. Yes. But there we go. That was our first foray into this week in video game history. You know, I did pretty well. All things considered. <laughs> Great. Yes, I think it was outstanding, but that's just me. All right, moving on from there. From, hey, I got a whole new category to open up myself with. So from MLB Slugfest to who's watching the MLB, it's time for Jared Sports Reports. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. Bear tested. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. Oh, and they tackle him at the 40-yard line. It's time for another Jared Sports Report. That's the best you could come up with for what? the first time. <laughs> Whatever. You could go like from NHL hits to the Stanley Cup playoffs. We had MLB Slugfest. Because that's the lead story, the Boston Bruins in a tight series of the Islanders. Elimination game as we, uh, game six, they're down three games to two as we uh, broadcast, uh, well not broadcast, but record tonight's show. Uh, so you've got the Bruins hanging on for their playoff lives. Uh, Speaking of the MLB, Red Sox just swept the Yankees. Yes. Well, the Yankees are terrible this year. I mean, they're bad. I don't know. You also have uh, mini camps going on throughout the NFL so far. Uh, pretty even split of the reps with Cam Newton, Jarrett Stidham, and uh, Mac Jones. I haven't really kept up with the NBA, although I know that... Um, so much. Yeah, there's a lot happening there, I guess. We'll just turn it over to you. <laughs> Uh, the Nets are plowing through the Bucks. I thought that was going to be a series. It's not. No. Boonholzer is definitely out of a job. So, hey, you know, many NBA coaching positions are open now. Including the Boston Celtics. That was my segue. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> I mean, Boonholzer's done after this year, no question. Can you fire a coach in the middle of a se- <laughs> playoffs run? Probably. I mean, depends on how egregious things are. But Was that Zach Lowe that said that? Someone said that. Not my thing. But yeah, um, <laughs> the Celtics kind of surprisingly, Danny Ainge retired and they moved Brad Stevens to the front office. Well, Danny Ainge has had two heart attacks and... Yeah, he's... I mean, he I says he like made this... 70s, this, right? 60s. But yeah, after 18 years, Danny Ainge retired and instead of doing um, any kind of search, the Celtics just said, yeah, Brad Stevens, why don't you come on up? Oh, it, it, hey, 62, sorry. Sorry, Danny. Which certainly wasn't a money-saving thing because they just signed him to an extension. Who... Brad, yeah. Well, that the restructures contract because it won't—he won't be the coach. So it's definitely for money-saving purposes. Oh, has to be part <laughs> of it. Yes. 
They also might get in trouble because when it comes to any kind of like big position, um, the NBA had they ha- it's not a mandate, but it's strongly recommended that um, when you do any kind of search, you also include um, minorities within that. And they just went, nah, we got rid of one guy, white guy. Let's get another white guy in there. So we'll see what comes of that. There's been more of a backlash than I thought there was going to be because I think Brad seems like a smart guy. I don't know, yeah, why he'd be bad at this job, but mm. well, I. Seems kind of knee jerky. I mean, I think Brad's best work is as a coach. I don't think it was all on him. I think there is a lot, but he also knows talent. He knows recruiting from college. So, yeah, it's we'll, an interesting move. We'll see what happens. I think there's going to be big changes. And I mean, now, right now, we're just in like rumor mill season where everyone's throwing out, like, well, if we could trade for this, and it's always like best case scenario. It's well, like, yeah. Summer League is coming up, and I mean, it's a ways off of the Olympics are first. True. And the draft. Yeah, I mean, it's one of the, like, I'm, I'm more checking in on the NBA right now than I am watching it just because yeah. yeah, I've been basically watching it for two straight years because there was no break. Yeah. But I mean, there's still a time coming up between the Olympics and then Summer League and then preseason. It's not like there's really that much downtime. No. But yeah, Brad in a new position. That's weird. Uh, Nets are plowing. Lakers had a first round exit. LeBron's first first round exit in his entire career. Mm. He glanced over the Kemba news. There's no news. It's just, it's rumor. He just wants out. I don't even know if that's true. Aaron Rodgers isn't even showing up to the OTAs. He might get fined. And by fine, I mean lose like a significant uh, bonus for offseason workout attendance. Yeah, the the Kemba stuff is just a rumor, although I do expect him to get moved. I think they're going to make a whole big move. So I think Kemba, they'll probably end up moving Kemba. I bet they move Jalen Brown in the offseason and try and go for a larger acquisition. Mm. That's just a, it's a guess, but we'll see. I don't know. That's the NBA. Well, there you go. That's good job. Uh, Nuggets, man. Bet you guys wish Jamal Murray wasn't hurt because he would be just cruising through the West if he wasn't. Well, but still doing hurt. well though. Uh, other than that, I don't have anything else really for sports reports. It's that weird transition period where the NHL and the NBA are winding down, and we get into just baseball. Who cares? <laughs> baseball fans care. Eh, so slow. I'm each, I'm actually in a fantasy baseball team, and they've renamed my team by week. Moving on. Pretty much meaning that when you play my team, it's a free win. Because <laughs> you don't pay attention? Correct. I, I I don't hate fantasy baseball. It's just, it just takes way too much discipline. All fantasy sports are just like a commitment in time. Yeah, but like fantasy football, that's once a week. You adjust your roster. Like fantasy baseball, basketball, hockey, that's a daily thing. It's a lot of effort. No, not for me. No, thank you, sir. Oh, there you go. All right. We're going to move on from there. Is that sports? That's sports. Good job, sports. You keep on doing your thing. Yay, sports. Except for the baseball. You're boring. Baseball's good when you can go to a live game, have a hot dog, some beer. I'm sure baseball would be more interesting live. Yes, it is. Because it couldn't be much worse at home. No, it couldn't. You used to love baseball. That's true. You've turned on it. Eh, not to really turn on it. Just stop paying attention to it. <laughs> All right. From there, we're going to talk about the very first of, I don't even know how many there are uh, <laughs> at this point. The first episode of Loki. Now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret. I'm always angry. It's time for an Editor's Note podcast review. Since we were going to potentially talk about MODOK and you just admitted that you were just going to try and fake your way through it, what, uh, what's Loki about? 
Loki. You actually is, watched this one? I actually watched it. Oh, great. Yes. Owen Wilson's nose looks weird. His nose has looked weird for a long time, for like a decade. Uh, you get a lot of flashback scenes where he's in the time theater. Uh, let's see. What else to prove that I watched the episode? Uh, the over the. the um, That's where we're at now. Prove the, it. The waiting in line part where the time theater. It's like waiting in line for a ride. He's waiting in line to get his. He got his ticket, and the, they do the exposition-y cartoon, much like they do in Jurassic Park. Yeah, let's... See? All right, fine, you watch. So, we're going to do full spoilers on this, because, I mean, you you have Disney+, Plus, right? Like, you got it. I do, yes. You've watched it. Yeah. So, we're just going to do full spoilers. The episode opens up with Loki crashing into the desert, a la Iron Man, the first Iron Man. Yes, in Mongolia. Yeah, a uh, different desert, but basically the... Ex- very close to the exact same shot and positioning. I'm like, I see what you're doing. They steal him away. And, like he's yelling at them in Avengers dialogue. He's like, I'm burdened with glorious purpose. Yeah, that's what he says. There you go. Yes. You watched it. Of course, I watched it. What's weird about this is his wig doesn't match his Avengers wig. Like, no, this is supposed to be like minutes later. It's a very different wig. Yeah. Apparently, he got like six inches taken off in the last five minutes. Well, the Tesseract Tesseract travel does that to you. I guess just takes off your split ends and a little bit more to give you more of a bob true i like the the opening part where he goes to the time variance authority the tva and the exposition behind that we learn about the the time the timekeepers timekeepers which we, i was like are these the watchers they're not would you like me to tell you about the timekeepers yeah please because there was a lot of like what the hell's going on here well i have no fucking idea okay <laughs> to be honest i don't know everything and I literally watched this, and then we recorded it, so I, all of my notes are like immediate reaction notes. Yes. I don't know them. They're somewhere. But yeah, we, we get a little clock voiced by the great Tara Strong, wonderful voice actress. Oh, yeah. But she throws out a couple little little nuggets in there. Yes. Um, talking about how when the timeline splits up, there's madness. And not only is there madness, there's multiverse. a multiverse. And there's a multiverse war. I'm like, huh, we laying, we're laying some groundwork. We are laying some big groundwork. <laughs> we're laying some Doctor Strange groundwork. I guess watch everything, because if you don't, you're screwed. Yeah. You're going to really need to keep up with a lot of everything. that's Plus, they're like they're writing themselves a ton of blank checks that they can do whatever they want with them now. At least for a little while. But yeah, so it looks like Doctor Strange not only is, is going to be a multiverse of madness, as we've now been hinted at, but maybe some kind of war in between those things. Yes. Sounds cool to me. I'm all for this. Get big, get weird. We meet Owen Wilson's character. We do. And when we meet him, they're like, he points at this little girl. He's like, what did this? And she points at the devil. I'm like, it's Mephisto again. Yes. I see. I have a theory. Uh, they're just trolling people. <laughs> Slightly, but I think Mephisto's involved. Could be. He's just the devil. Yeah. Or it could just be like Loki wearing his horn helmet. Could be. But I prefer the idea that they're just trolling us with constant, like, I bet you think it's the devil. It's not. <laughs> Which would be much better. Yes. Also, like, Loki's walking around there. He's like, this is a nightmare. And Owen Wilson goes, oh, that's a different department. I'm like, ho, ho, ho. You mean there's <laughs> more? Uh, because night. Speaking of Doctor Strange, Nightmare is a Doctor Strange character. Oh, who literally enters your nightmares. Oh, that's not like Freddy Krueger. Yeah, he's kind of Freddy Krueger. Okay, but less of a child molester. Yeah, he'll more just kill you. Uh, yeah, than molest you. Ah, uh-huh. in an underage state. I don't like any of that. Yeah, that's what Freddy Krueger is. He was a child molester. Well, 
Um, yes, moving on. But a lovable, fun character. Weird-ass face. Because the people of the town got together and burned him in a furnace. Well, as well they should have. Because of the molesting. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. But when they said there's a nightmare department, it just, you know, my ears perked up. I'm like, ooh, like Doctor Strange. I see, I see we're just laying the groundwork for Doctor Strange here. Yes. Or that was my impression. Here's my question for you. Okay. Does Loki's personality feel a bit unearned? Because we've gone through Loki of him like having somewhat of a redemption arc and turning into something different. But the Loki that we're following up with is the guy who is just trying to murder everyone in New York. Yeah. See, it feels forced. Yeah, He feels a little happy-go-lucky. Like, trying to remind yourself that this is not the Loki that just got killed by Thanos. Yeah, when he's like, oh, I don't like killing people. I'm like, I think you do. I think you're full of shit. I think <laughs> at this point, in your, I think you actually enjoy killing people. I think you don't actually view them as people. I think you view them as below you. I mean, he had just recently even said, you know, you are all of you below me. Yes, I don't. I'll, I mean, I'll roll with it. It's a little hand wavy, but I don't really buy it. No, because remember, from he's where also the character the, was. He's all the. He's also the god of mischief. But he does say that after seeing like what happens to the rest of his life. Do you think those guys got paid for those flashback scenes? Do you think like those like there has to be some sort of royalty effect on that? Like using, yeah, I bet it triggered something. Yeah, because I mean, you got everybody being involved there. Boy, they really like that one shot from the Avengers. Third time it's shown up. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's the money shot. It's probably one of the top five shots in the history of the MCU. But I'm just sitting there going, we're using a lot of Whedon. Yeah, <laughs> maybe not the time to be using a lot of weed. Well, I mean, he is the one who made the Avengers money shot. So yeah, but everything else there, I'm like, hmm, there's a lot there. I am curious about what we're do- like. I um uh, the thing with like all of the Infinity Stones just like in a random drawer. Yes, like in a junk drawer. That's crazy. <laughs> like, that's interesting. I like that character too. I forget his name. Uh, I can't. But yeah, he's... what's a fish? <laughs> I liked him. He was fun. I mean, Owen Wilson is bringing a lot to the table, and the end reveal, I was like, of course. When I mean, if you haven't seen it, spoilers oh. in five, four, three, two, one. Oh, an- that Loki. An- another Loki is the villain. Like, yep, yeah, of, of course. And to be honest, I thought the body they were looking at initially in that church was Loki. Let's see if I'm right on that one. Oh, which body? Oh, the dead body? Yes, the dead body they're looking at in the church. I'm betting that is a different version of Loki. That is interesting. I'm throwing I, that out there right now. So, like, a couple of things. It could be Loki. It could be Mephisto manifesting himself as Loki. Skrulls, perhaps? No, there's been a bunch of different versions of Loki in the comics. Like, he first showed up, and he looks kind of, like, all crackly in the face, yeah. and he's old, and he's shitty. There's been a lady Loki. Like, when Loki died and been reborn, there's been, like, a kid Loki. There's been a whole plethora of Lokis. Do we want... Maybe after Loki dies at the hands of... Thanos, he's not really, really dead, and then he starts driving back through time. No, I think he's really dead in that. But I think oh. we're just we're opening it up. We're saying multiverse, different versions coming on. So maybe somebody else, maybe all of Wanda's stuff had like caused a crack in the multiverse and let this other Loki in. I just like we have a cranky Loki from the future. I bet he's gonna be all old and gross, and we'll see Lady Loki at some. How point. is he gonna be from the future? He's dead. Future in a different timeline. So. Again, goes back to my potential theory of Scarlet Witch screwing everything up, and that's how he's able to jump timelines. We'll see. I will say of, this is what, uh, we've, what, this will be our fourth Marvel series? Third. Third? 
WandaVision, Captain uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh, yeah, so our third. Um, I thought it was the strongest opener. Yeah, it's yeah. I think yeah, probably because the open WandaVision started a little slow. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. They definitely threw a ton of money at that first episode. Yeah. But yeah, I think Loki is opening up the most interesting stuff so far. We'll see. And it wasn't like super expositiony, but it um, did enough to. It was very much. I thought it was strong world building. I thought it was weird how much time they spent reminding you of what happened, whereas the other shows have not cared at all. This is true. Like, keep up. Like, if you haven't been watching, it's on you. But this one was like, hey, we got to remind you of everything leading up to this. Yeah. That was very different. It's strong. But I mean, at this point, like, I'm so spoiled for, like, Marvel content, at least, like, film-wise and whatnot, where I'm just like, oh, yeah, that was really good. But it's like... I think it's... What I liked about them using the old footage is it showed... His wigs. Well, that, but also so a, many wigs. A transition, like of his character, to help facilitate a little bit of the early transition of Loki, and seeing how he went from like I don't know, it, was, it helped develop his acceptance of his situation. I'm just ready to dive into the wacky buddy comedy with him and Owen Wilson. Yes, yeah. There's, I mean, there's a lot to like it there with the character stuff. I like how Loki is competent and like gets out of his situation, but also Owen Wilson just he's like, oh, you're not going to compliment the guy you're going to definitely try and betray in like five minutes. And there's just some, there, yeah, there's yeah. a lot in there. It's, it was good. I really enjoyed it, but we literally have a Marvel thing. I think every single month for the rest of the year. Excellent. <laughs> so I mean, there is no lack of content coming up. No. Like in a way that we've never seen it before. I'm waiting for somebody to do the breakdown video of the credits with all the stuff in there. And they try and decipher coding and things like that. Yeah. They're welcome to it. I'm not yes, doing it. There's a lot of stuff happening in that credits my notes were just as i was going i was literally picking up my paper yes. writing a thing down and that's weird it's like all the like references stuff i'm sure there's more in there but like it was like after like the first 15 minutes i stopped writing things down and not because i was like i stopped writing things down but i was just waiting for more to write down so here's one plot hole i kind of have that i'm like interesting so if their job is like the timeline is laid out and it's supposed to happen in a certain way the sacred timeline then yeah they like that phrase yeah then loki getting the tesseract and like becoming a variant like doesn't that have to be part of the sacred timeline like how do they like the this predetermined destiny that they've laid out in front of you i don't know when you when you deal with time and time travel and stuff like this it's kind of it opens a lot of paradoxes yeah and there was even more hand waving like oh the avengers were supposed to do that like okay the avengers were supposed yeah. to do that so if they were supposed to do that then they were also supposed to lose the Tesseract so Loki could go back and become a variant. Well, I guess in the, um, whatever they called it, the super special timeline, uh, I guess in their version, Tony never gets to have closure with his father. That's the only real difference. Yeah. (laughs) In that one, he just dies thinking his dad hates him. Yes. (laughs) That's their perfect timeline. (laughs) Amazing. But I'm just saying, like, if... They say the Avengers were supposed to do that. Then the way in which it happened was according to plan. So Loki was supposed to become a variant. Well, because the only way they like fix it was they just had to go back to the seventies so Tony could get closure. But so if that's the way they did it, in order to go to the seventies to get closure, how is he not a variant there? He would have been, but he just went. It just would have continued on regular because they still just ultimately got it. Time travel makes my brain hurt because eh, it doesn't make sense because it's not real. It's true. <laughs> there you go. All right, that's Loki. 
We're going to be doing a breakdown every week. Maybe not as long. Probably not. It's called a look at Loki. Yes. I like alliteration. Look at Loki. Mm, I feel like we can do something a little bit better than that, but how about this? We call it a look at Loki. Great. <laughs> you've, you've brought so much to the table. Uh. All right. Last segment of the show. Letters to the editors. Now for my favorite part of the show. What did I say? Talk to the audience. Oh, God. This is always death. Here's another one of your letters to the editors. Letters. I should have brought down a drink. I am parched. Well, we're almost there. I'm doing this baby dry. Oh, boy. And by dry, I mean without a liquid of any kind. Well, that's usually what dry is. It's Well, it made it sound like it was more of an alcohol thing. Parched. It's, it's not an alcohol thing. Uh, it's a, yeah, a refreshment. Yes. A wetting of the whistle. I mean, I'm sweating because it's humid as all hell down it's, here. Yeah, it's a little, little moist down here. I can't have the dehumidifier on when we're recording. It's loud. I'm sorry. Not sorry. If you want to write us your own questions, we'll answer them here. Do that editorsnotcomics at gmail.com. But we got one. Okay. What is our question? We should play that clip from Ghostbusters every time. We got one! <laughs> In the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes. Which hero should become a villain? Ooh. Not Wanda. I'm throwing a caveat in there because we already know she's going to do weird shit. Which hero should become a villain in the MCU? And I'm throwing in the, this person didn't, but I'm throwing in the caveat of we know Wanda, so not her. Okay. Can it be a future or has to be a current character? One like, that we've I already get, had. Get, do whatever you want. <laughs> hmm. Wouldn't it be an interesting flip if Doctor Strange becomes a villain? Yeah, I mean, he'd be a big one to go up against, because I feel like that's one of the things is, like, you need to have someone who could really be, like... Yeah, who can kick some ass. ...dominant, so it couldn't be like, look, Ant-Man's the villain. Yeah. <laughs> like, he was very little, and then he got big, like, and what he if, got tired. What if in the multiverse of madness, Doctor, a, an evil Doctor Strange, an evil version of Doctor Strange comes out? I've seen him... He's, there's definitely been possession stuff with him, but I don't think he's ever taken, like, a full heel turn thor thor could be a good one yeah I mean, just power wise the only reason i was even leaning this is a silly reason to lean away from it because i'm like well his contract he's probably not doing too much more of these he's already gonna be doing like base almost as much as anyone else if not more yeah which is a and that's silly i shouldn't think about it that way because it's not a good story reason hulk i don't want to see because hulk they've already kind of done like ah, oh, he gets angry and he punches things yeah and he was kind of like a quasi he wasn't a good guy for part of Ragnarok. He was just kind of a antagonist. Yeah, we really talked ourselves into a corner. Yeah, I don't see what's wrong with Doctor Strange. It's a solid answer. He'd be very hard to beat. Um, I get, I'm going to have a little bit of a cheat answer. Okay. Going off of the books and something that someone who kind of was a villain, someone who's in a gray area versus a hero, because I think the hero thing with a lot of these characters would be difficult. I mean, you could almost do a world where. You could almost do Rhodey just saying, like, he saw, like, his best friend die, and, like, he was also, like, kind of, like, pro-government before. And I mean, not these like, anti-government now, but you know what I mean? Yeah. You could almost do something with that, but I, I don't see that happening. But I would say uh, Thunderbolt Ross. Oh, okay. In the comics, um, because he spends so much time around the Hulk, he ends up getting irradiated himself, ah. and he becomes the Red Hulk. And it's a big mystery of who's the Red Hulk. His mustache gets sucked up into his face, so he doesn't even have that identifying feature. Oh, the the stash sucking. 
Yeah, he's not a full-blown villain. He's gray area. So there we go. That's my cop-out answer. Okay, good cop-out answer. Red Hulk. I gave like a legitimate answer, but whatever. Sometimes they call him Rolk, and then that went away because it sounds stupid. It does not sound very good. But Red Hulk doesn't sound great either. Eh, you know. It was tough. (laughs) They they wrote themselves into a corner there, but there we go. I'm going to say Red Hulk. All right. Because then you can get some Hulk action, but he actually wants to beat them all up really badly. I'm going to say an alternate universe Doctor Strange comes in, and a Doctor Strange versus Doctor Strange fight would be kind of cool. Like, he even goes to space with Thor, and he takes Thor's hammer, and he hits Thor with it. Doctor Strange? No, Red Hulk. Okay. It's like, hey, we're in space, and I got your hammer. How is he Bop you on the head. How is he worthy? I don't remember. Okay. I haven't read it when it came out in, like, 2008. All right, thank you for that. Bop you on the head. Ow. Hammer. Hammer time. All right, that's it. All right, if you enjoyed the show, go to patreon.com slash editorsnotecomics. You get the show the day it comes out, which will be Wednesdays now for the foreseeable future. At least until for Loki time. Yeah, but that's the foreseeable future. But, you know, moving from Tuesdays to Wednesdays Wednesdays for the release day of the show. That's for Patreon members to stay on top of Loki. We don't want to wait seven whole days to talk Loki and then have the week behind come out. So Yeah, basically. Our, you know, general talk on a Tuesday really kind of screwed us up, but oh well. So there you go. That's also some interesting show news, a programming note uh, of sorts. But yeah, dollar a month. Are you dabbing your forehead with your notes for yes, to like soak up the perspiration? I am. It's quite warm down here. Oh, yes. You you've uh, seemed to have worked up a mighty thirst, a powerful thirst even. So yes, there's that for the Patreon. You can also find Zach on the social medias. And by social medias, I just mean Twitter, at Editors Note Comics. It's true. I'm there sometimes. On occasion. Yeah. To... I'm just constantly tweeting and retweeting. No, no, you're not. Not really, but no. you know, whatever. If you want to send me a thing, I'm fine with it. There you go. I, I, I appreciate the attaboy. Mm, attaboy, Zach. There we go. And you have a Twitter. At Junior Rich. Uh, speaking of Twitter, I actually said, like, oh, man, I can't wait till next week. We're going to do a thing I want to do for a while. Then it was Loki. I'm like, never mind. Okay. But next week. Yes. Now I'm going to have to quiz you on all of it to make sure you read it. Oh, boy. Is it that big Batman book upstairs? It's not big. I have to read all of that? It's not big. It's a couple issues. It looks big. It's just a regular graphic novel. It's okay. not like I'm slapping an omnibus down and be like, read these 1,500 pages. Oh, that's a good point. Batman the Animated Series is back, baby. Yes. And it's time to talk about it. All right. It doesn't look animated. It looks like a book. Because they continued it in graphic novel form. Okay. Well, now I know. Sh- with show writers. In that big book. That very normal size graphic novel. Oh, well. You don't have work anymore. That's true. I don't. All right. We'll be back next week. That's what they've said about you. It's not that big. <laughs> They're going to say that I don't have work anymore. Oh, well. <laughs> like, that's what I do. I just leave every day and go into a park and sit by myself. Hey, you know, that sounds kind of relaxing. Sounds pleasant. All right. Next week, Batman, the adventure continues. It does. Mm.